Regardless of how long you've been in business or what type of business model you have, I've found over the last 10 to 15 years, there's some pretty valuable lessons that we can all learn along the way. And also, if we keep them at the front of our mind, they sort of make our life a little bit easier and make the business run a bit smoother and also keep our mindset in check. So in this episode, I'm sharing with you just five of the lessons I've learned over the last 10 to 15 years in my business and the journey of being an entrepreneur. So let's dive into it now. Hey, hey there, you are listening to the Boss Motive Podcast, where I'm sharing all the tools, tips, and mindset tricks to build a successful business whilst living a life you love and avoiding the burnout. Ever wondered what it takes to live in a tropical paradise, run successful businesses, and work from home whilst raising kids? Well, listen up, friends, as I am sharing my story of how I've done this, along with interviews from other incredible entrepreneurs who are also living their best life. My name is Liz Morris, and this is the No BS Podcast, where I'm digging deep into what it actually takes to define your success and live a life you were put on this earth for. Haven't found your motive yet? Come in closer. We may just have the answer. Well, hello and welcome to the episode. I'm so excited that you're here and that you're listening to another episode of the Boss Motives Podcast. So... Over the last 10 to 15 years of my business, I have changed business direction. I have moved to new towns. I've had different business models, but there's a few lessons that apply to every business I have run and also just the way I operate as an entrepreneur and my expectations. So I really want to run through probably my top five. I mean, I could go on and do a thousand of these valuable lessons I've learned over the last few years, but these are probably my top five that really help my mindset and really help me stay focused on what I'm doing. So let's get into it. The first one, of course, is the lesson number one is you cannot expect your family and friends to understand your business goals. Now, if you are like me, you may be the only entrepreneur in your entire family. So I come from very conservative background, public servants, and, you know, there's no entrepreneurs in my family. It's, it's so foreign that I'm doing this. So kind of like the black sheep in the family, but definitely I stand out on my own. So I cannot expect my family to understand and my friends, we all went to private school and all my friends, I actually haven't seen many of my friends doing this. In fact, I haven't seen any of them. Um, my old friends, that that is, my, obviously I have new friends in the business space, but my old friends, nobody understood when I really wanted to give up my well-paying corporate career and be at home with the kids and try and make money for ourselves. I was lucky that my husband has definitely been um, from an entrepreneurial background. However, even his family, they were old school. You know, they had um, furniture shops that it required them to be in there and running the business every single day, like a nine to five job or after hours. So even though they have an entrepreneur background and they really support our dreams and help us wherever they can, they don't understand 2021 modern business and the way that we're operating online. 
I'll give you an example. I showed my father-in-law the back end of the Shopify website as a person was checking out. And this person, we're in Airlie Beach in far North Queensland, and this person was in Tasmania. And we watched the checkout process and the money came in and then we got the order and it made the cha-ching sound and he was just blown away. So even with his background in always working for himself and having that background, he still didn't understand what possibilities were available right now for us. So as an entrepreneur, don't feel bad if your family and friends don't understand your business. They just won't get it. And even when you start making money and you're really becoming successful, of course, they're going to love you and support you. But if they don't understand, don't take it personal. This also leads to sort of 1A of my list is you can't rely on your friends and families to be your customers. As much as they will support you and often purchase, you know, if it's a low price product, for example, even if they don't want it, they love you. So they're probably going to buy it. But if you're selling like a high ticket coaching package, for example, your your customers are not going to be your friends and family. So don't take it personal. It's just not, it's very unlikely that they're in the same space. So get over that very quickly. They love you, but a lot of the time they may not understand you. All right, moving on to number two. I cannot stress this enough. And I have seen so many businesses go bad because of this. Have cash, have a savings, have emergency, whatever you want to call it. Have some funds in your back pocket, either before you get started or at least as you get building your business. There are so many times I know, even especially in my product business, but it does happen in my um, online coaching business as well with sort of software updates. You know, the price of our software can go up, the website costs can go up, et cetera. But as a product business, it is really crucial that you have savings. So whatever you think it's going to cost you, especially right now in this turmoil world we're living in. Our freight, for example, to import now is three times what I would have paid two years ago. So have emergency funds put aside, whether that's a percentage of all the money you make or if it's a cash splash fund that you set up and you get savings for before you even go into business. This has really saved our life so many times. I cannot imagine what it would feel like having suppliers contacting you and you not having the money there and then to make those payments. So have the emergency fund and keep that available for emergencies. (laughs) If this is something that you're struggling with, like you don't have the surplus cash lying around, maybe even taking on a part-time job for a little while, just so you can build up a bit of a buffer because you do not want the stress of not having enough money to pay your bills and not being able to provide new stock or not pay your website hosting fees, for example. So always have that in reserve. Number three is all about having connections and networking. So this took me a long time to get my head around. And if you listen to another episode where I was talking, uh, actually it was last week with Kylie and we were talking about how, you know, trusting women and how building connections is super important. This is something I learned too late. I put my hand up and say that upfront. It is 
crucial. Your networks, especially when I talked about having friends and family not really supporting you, it's important to surround yourself with people that do understand, the people that are going to help push you forward, the people that have walked it before or the people that are walking next to you. There is nothing more valuable than somebody, a little network and that support and cheering each other on and, you know, even just being open to something telling you something that you didn't even know about. I mean, I had a coffee with a a business bestie this week and uh, she told me about an Instagram hack that I had no idea about. (laughs) So surround yourself with people that can really help boost each other up and, you know, that mutual respect that you can have. It is such a game changer. And also being able to connect with other people in the industry because working for yourself can be super lonely. And if you're, you know, at home working for yourself, that can be even worse and very isolating. So having people that you can talk to, be part of, you know, membership groups or uh, masterminds or online coaching programs, anywhere that you can be with like-minded people that can support you and really help your business grow and thrive. It It is so valuable in the entrepreneurial space. Number four, It is okay to pivot and change direction as often as you like. Now, I know I'm going to do a whole episode about this, and this is what my online course is going to be about, is pivoting to success. And the reason I'm having this as a valuable lesson that you need to know is that it is okay. That is the lesson. Don't feel like you are trapped. Yes, you made a decision to run this business. Yes, you may have invested money, but that doesn't mean it's wasted. No matter what, you can always change it. You can modify it. You can implement new services or products, or you can throw it in the bin and start again. There's no rules. It is up to you and you should not feel bad if you want to pivot and change as often as you like. Nobody is going to hold you accountable to that except for yourself. That is what being an entrepreneur is. is. It's about being mindful of what's happening around you. It's identifying what needs to change. And it's about running in a new direction. Not every chance, but when something isn't working, it's about being confident enough in yourself to say, it's okay for me to pivot and it's okay for me to change. So that I see too many people, the old saying, beating the dead horse, you know, they're hanging on to something that's just not working. They might have a product business that is just not selling and it's not even viable. It's not something that people, customers want. So that's not working. So just change. One of my very first businesses was making um, chenille blank bedspreads and dyeing them and then turning them into kids' clothing and cushions. It took me way too long cost me way too much. I wasn't making any money. And really after my friends had bought it, that was it. I didn't even, it was just so time consuming. If I had really hung on to that idea and used all that chenille bedspreads that were there, I would never have had the courage to pivot to the next business and I wouldn't be where I am today. So take it as that's a lesson that you've learned. It was a business that you practiced with and you learned some valuable skills and then it's okay to move on. But that's definitely a whole episode in itself. I just want you to think about it, that it's okay to pivot and change direction. And number five is that the most crucial 
lesson of all. You have got to be your own number one cheerleader. When days are tough and, you know, things go wrong, you have got to be able to get yourself back into a position, believe in yourself and really be able to pick yourself up. Whatever that looks like to you, for me, it might be going, I like going to the gym and then having a coffee and sometimes having a cry to my husband, whatever it is, you need to be able to pick yourself back up and then really back yourself. Because going back to lesson number one, your family and friends are not necessarily going to understand your business. So if you don't have faith in yourself and what you can achieve, who else is going to? As much as they love you and they're going to support you, it's up to you. It's up to you every day to wake up and say, I'm going to set these goals and then I'm going to smash these goals. And you know what? When you do smash those goals and things do go well, that's when you need to celebrate, you know, enjoy what you have done and cheer yourself on. So if you don't even have anyone in your corner, it's up to you. You need to be your number one cheerleader. And that is super, super crucial to being successful for a long period of time. Back yourself and then celebrate your wins. Be your own cheerleader. So that was a super fast episode, but I really think it's important to just run through those options, you know, write them down. What lessons have you learned? And whereabouts do you sit in terms of You know, who do you rely on? Do you have a network? Do you have a connection? Are you ready to pivot? Do you need to change something in your business? Do you have connections? Have you got that emergency savings fund I spoke about? Are you getting real customers or is it just your friends and family? And are you putting so much pressure on them to purchase from you? All these lessons and um, things that we come up against are really critical. And I think it's super important that if you like to do journaling, maybe write this stuff down, work through these, you know, lessons that you may have dealt with and what your response is to that. So I'm just going to go through them again one more time. So number one, you cannot expect your family and friends to understand your business goals and plans. It is not up to them to understand your dreams if they don't have any concept of what you're even doing. And with that, you can't rely on them to be your only customers. And don't feel bad if they don't purchase from you. It does, being in business means finding customers that will purchase for you. It doesn't mean your products are bad. doesn't mean your services are shitty. It just means that they are not your ideal customer. Number two, have savings and cash and emergency fund, whatever you think it's going to take, times it by three and put that money aside. Even even like a tax bill can creep in on you. So making yourself have that emergency fund will save you so many times. Number three, connections and network is everything. Find yourself a membership group. If you you don't have a local network that you can tap into, get into a membership online or get into a group coaching program or get into a mastermind. It doesn't matter. It's just about surrounding yourself with like-minded business owners that you can learn from, you can contribute to, and that you can really go forward with them. Number four, pivot and change is okay. And you're allowed to do this as often as you like. 
don't think because you started something that it's been a total waste. You have learned something from this, you know, what you have done. So take it as a lesson, move forward, move quickly if you need to, and just don't get in your own head about it. It's okay to pivot and change. And number five, reminder, be your own number one cheerleader. Super crucial. It's up to you to celebrate your wins and it's up to you to pick yourself up when things get bad. Right. I hope that really, really helps. And let's chat about this. If you if you thought these are valuable or if you have some lessons you want to share with me, please reply to my email, jump over to Instagram, jump in my DMs or, you know, chat with me on Facebook, wherever it is, I would love to connect and see what lessons you have learned from your time as being an entrepreneur. I hope this really helps and I will be back in your ear again next week. Well, thank you again for listening to yet another episode of the Boss Motive Podcast. I hope these episodes are really helping you towards building a successful business and a life that you love. If you enjoyed this episode, please jump over and leave me a review because that is going to help me get these episodes out to more people. And of course, I love to see you on Instagram. So please tag me at Boss Motive and let me know if these episodes are resonating with you or if there's something that you would love to hear. I look forward to being back in your ear again next week. Thanks again.